Okay. Tuesday night. Share on the gillows. I'm going to bother you. Sit close to the office. Okay. Please open up the Megillah to Dalit Pasakay. First time, first person to find it, tell everybody else with the pages. It says in the Megillah, Dalit Pasagalif. Well, Mordechai Yoda is called a show, so Mordechai knew everything that was happening. Rashi says he knew through a, some type of Ruach HaKadosh or a Chaloim, and he knew that upstairs in Shemayim, they agreed that the Jewish people should be annihilated. Now, we are used to Purim as being a very happy day, which of course it is. And we are used to the fact because we know the end of the story, etc. But I don't know if we appreciate it enough what really took place on Purim. Klag Yisrael was very close to being annihilated. And in Shemayim, Mordechai Yodas Kolashanasim. It means he knew that in Shemayim they agreed. He tore his begodim, he put on sackcloth and ashes. He went into the middle of the city and he screamed. He came before the courtyard of the king. He didn't go in. Every country where the decree of the king reached, there was mourning. Tsoim, they fasted, Bhi, they cried, Mispe, they lamented, Sakra for Yutzalarab, everybody put on sackcloth. It's a very serious decree. Vatavona Naros Esther Vesorisaha by Esther's maidens came and told her what's going on. Vatishal Khal Hamalka Maod. What does that word mean? How do they translate it? Distressed. Distressed. Really distressed. Greatly distressed. Now the Medrash says, at this juncture, Esther Amalka was pregnant with a child from Mordechai. But the Amalka, she lost the pregnancy. She lost the pregnancy. You hear that? She lost the pregnancy. She was a Navia, married to a Navi. One of the very few marriages like that in the history of Klal Yeshua. A, pro- a prophetess married to a prophet. You can imagine what the marriage was like. And she's pregnant from him with all the issues that were needed in order for that pregnancy to take place. As the Gemara elaborates in Masechus Megillah, and now she loses the child. She wants to talk to her husband. And Mordechai refuses. Mordechai does not have a conversation with Esther face to face. He refuses. But Tikra Esther Hasoch. Esther called to Hasoch. Talk to Mordechai. Hasoch now plays communicator. And um, he went out and he told Mordechai. Yagid all the Mordechai. It's called Shekharo. Mordechai told him everything that's happening. And he went back and told Esther. So Esther and Pasuk Yud. Tell Mordechai, everybody knows, everybody knows you walk into the king without an appointment, you get killed. And he hasn't called me in 30 days, so uh, I can't go in. So, they told Mordechai. Mordechai told Esther, if you think you're going to escape by, by staying in the castle, it's not going to happen. 
Esther said to Mordechai in Pesach Tesvav, Atome Esther Hashem Mordechai, Tesayin, Lech Kenais Eskol Yehuda. Okay, Mordechai, I'm going to listen to you. You want me to go in? I'm going to go in. But I want a few conditions to be met. Condition number one is, gather all the Jews, Hadim Sayim B'Shushan, who were found in Shushan, and fast. Not stop, fast. Fast. Don't eat, don't drink, three days and three nights. And I will do the same. And then I will go to the king, Ashalokidos. Kasher Avadati, Avadati. What does that mean? We all know. She went willingly, and therefore she's going to be divorced. I just want to set up the scenario here. Esther Amalka is fasting for three days. And she starts her trick to go into the king, Achashverosh, without an appointment. As she prepares to go in, she is recovering from a miscarriage from Mordechai. Pasha is the only child that they had, which they never had. And then Mordechai does not talk to her face to face. And then Mordechai tells her that she should conduct herself in a way and she concurs, which will be the end of their marriage. And she's walking now. Miscarriage, somewhere between 60 and 70 hours of fasting. And she's walking to a man who could kill her. And a man who's going to create that she will no longer be able to stay married to Mordechai. Esther, Esther dressed herself in royalty. Is that the way they translate it? Donned. Esther donned royalty. Okay. The Gemara asks on this passage, Rashi quotes the Gemara, that she, using Rabbi Daniel's words, she donned Ruch HaKadosh. She was enveloped by God. Okay, so now, she lost the pregnancy. She's fasting for between two and three days. She's going to be divorced, and she might be killed. But at least she is clothed, covered in Ruch HaKadosh. Next, those are the three words. Vatilbash Esther Malchus. What's with the next five words? Vatamoid Machatzar Beis HaMelech HaPanimus Says Chazal the Gemara. At this juncture, Bernie, she walks into this room. In this room is Achashverosh, who kills anybody, including his wife, who comes in without an appointment. So it says in the Gemara, Vatamod, and she stood, Vachatzar Beisamelech HaPenimus. She stopped, she stood. Omar Ablevi. Ablevi says, when she walked into this room, this room was the base hat slumen. House of Vizora, of statues, of Getchkes. Getchkes. You know what happened in that moment? This is the only way to get to Hashir. She had to walk through this room full of idols. The Stalka Heimena Shkina. 
The Shechina left her. She responded, Kaylee, Kaylee, love myself, Tony. Can you explain to me what happened with this woman? She's walking. She lost her pregnancy. She's going to get divorced from her husband. She might die. And she's fasting between 60 and 70 hours. And she walks into this king. And as she walks in, she felt enveloped in Ruach HaKadosh, and now she lost it. At that juncture, I could picture somebody turning around and running out of pure fright. I don't know if we have the capability, Bismanenu, to truly understand the depth of what Esther just did. It's, it's incredible. It's completely and totally incredible. Incredible. And she did it. And she did it. She was left alone. Zakti Gemara. The next words that we get look. By he Kiroisa Melech is Esther Amal. The next Posik. Posik hey Posikala, by he Yavashlishi, by Tulbash Esther Malthus, she don Ruach Kaidish. By Tamai Bechatzabi Savel, Hapanimus, God left her. By he Kiroisa Melech is Esther Amal, who made it Bechotza Nosachain Bain. Says the Gemara, Amr Biechanan, Gimel Malachi Asharis is Dabul. Three Malachi Asharis burning, three angels appeared at that moment to help Esther. They helped her with three things. One is they lifted up her neck, Igbias Savaru. One is they placed Masha Chutzal Chesed Alel, she was surrounded with charm, for lack of a better word. And one got the royal scepter to elongate and touch her and save her life. So Rafa Kodesh didn't leave her. You just said left her. I did. And now you're saying that three, three, three Malachim came. Just arrived. What's that? So, so Hashem didn't leave her because he sent three Malachim. My dear friend, I am not coming here to tell you that I understand the difference between Ruach HaKadosh and Malachim coming, but I am telling you that it's not the same. She was left by being surrounded by Hashem, and she was downgraded when three Malachim appeared. Three Malachim are not the same as being surrounded by Hashem. I want everybody to understand something. This moment in Jewish history was an incredible moment. The Sata was trying to destroy Claudius. Haman was his agent. Haman was Amalek. And Haman was trying to destroy Claudius. And he was very close to being victorious. Very close to being victorious. And there was a walk. And this walk was done by a woman. This woman was fasting. Something between 60 and 72 hours. This woman had just lost the only child she had from Mordechai only pregnancy. This woman was going to lose her husband. This woman was on a walk in which she may end up losing her life. And this woman who felt that she was surrounded by God lost that now also. 
the strength that was needed for her to persevere is nothing short of incredible and I would say incomprehensible. And she persevered. She went weiter. Now what do you need a malach to hold up her neck? A malach to give her charm so Achashver shouldn't kill her. A malach to extend the sharvit so Achashver shouldn't kill her. What do you need a malach to lift up her neck? What is that about? To What's that? She had to do her part. Which means? She couldn't come in with her neck down, bent over. She's weak. Oh, oh that's right, that's right. And she's coming into the king. And she has to look presentable to the king. She had no energy. Huh? She had no energy. So she needed a mouth to lift up her neck, right? Okay, at that juncture, at that moment, there was an incredible fight that we don't see. We, when I say we, I don't mean the people in this room. We, human beings, feel, especially nowadays with all our advanced technological systems and everything else, we feel what we see, what is measurable by the Geiger counter or by any other scientific instruments, that's what happens. What we don't see doesn't happen. What we don't see doesn't happen. And here, we have an entire fight going on in the cosmos. Hashem is with her, Hashem leaves her. Three malachim come, they stick out the scepter, the sharpened, they give her charm, and they lift up her neck. And there is so much going on in this event that we don't understand. So much depth of Kabbalah and esoteric Judaism and all different things that are happening in the world of spirituality that we have literally no shyness. And it's all happening in that walk. Remember, this Sefer is called Megillah's Esther. Esther. Now, so many times I've said this over. Before I do, I want to ask you something. Where was Mordechai doing after he gave all these messages? Yes. When Haman went to find Mordechai after he was told by Achishverosh to take him and ride him around on a horse, where was Mordechai? He's still in the massive of Sakhir. Yeah, where was he in the Sakhir? What was he doing? The martyr says that Haman found him. Where did he find him? Found him by the Chedah. Oh. He was saying a shear in Beis Medrash to children teaching them about the carbon that should have been brought that day had there been a base of Mignosh. His wife was taking the death march. The incredible strength she needed to take those steps. It's impossible to comprehend. And what is he doing? He's teaching, as Rabbi Daniel just said, He's teaching Jewish students in school about halachas that at that moment were not relevant at all. With ashes. With ashes and with sackcloth and the whole thing. We had Jews during World War II who in a sewer down below the road were teaching kids Torah. We've had children <coughs> in Tachvatat who are learning in underground schools. We had children in Russia who are learning in underground schools. We had Rabbi Akiva who was teaching Torah. We never stopped. We never stopped. It's not shy of the comprehend. If we really think about it. He deep. also risked his life. He risked his life. Who did? Rabbi Akiva. So the Marche. He did. No, no, that's right. Now let's remember one more thing. What? I'm not a judge here, and I don't have a right to say with definitiveness. I'm saying only now with feeling. One of the saddest things that I can think about, 
Chagishol's history is that after Homan was killed, and the, we'll talk about this in a moment, and the letter was rescinded, for Yeshushan, Tzohalah, and many Jews left, not all the Jews, not even the majority of Jews, they left and went to where? To do what? Rebuild the second base of English. And Mordechai was among them. And the Jews are leaving Shushan and they're traveling toward Eretzisro. And there's a woman standing at a window, I'm making it dramatic for a moment. A woman standing at a window behind the curtain, watching everybody leave, including her husband, former, who's leading the Jews back to Eretzisro to rebuild the second base of English. And where is she? Stuck in the palace. Stuck in the palace. As what? With that low life. With that low life. As her what? As her husband. And she becomes pregnant from him. And she carries his child. They could cry hearing the whole story. And when Mordechai got into base Madrash, after writing his wife a get, he came in to learn one day in the base Madrash. What did he tell him? He sat down. What did he tell him? He sat down. Uh, Mordechai, your seat was changed. You no longer sit in the third seat. You sit in the fifth seat. You got demoted. Why? Political experience versus base Madrash experience. You haven't been learning. You've been involved in politics. Ah, his politics was to save Claudia Show. Right? His politics was to save Claudia Show. Did he save Claudia Show? Yeah. What was his reward? Demotion. Demotion. And he lost his wife. Anatol. Who? Anatol. How's that sound? Sound like a reward to you? Doesn't that sound like a fun day? Doesn't sound like a fun day. No. So what is it? What is it? Tell me what it is. Tell me what's going on here. Well, because what do we live for? Destiny of the Jewish people. Oh, 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 oh. oh what's, more, what's more important? Oh, 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 oh. And we live for. We live for the destiny of the Jewish people. Got that, Bernie? That's what we live for. Klag Yisrael has never survived any time without leaders who put the destiny of Jewish people in front of their lives. The fact that nowadays people have a think they have a right to get on a website and say whatever they want about Gedele Yisrael and then push the send button and send it anywhere they want. That's an advertisement. I should say that's a a macho. And now I want to ask you something. We have another statement in the Gemara. Chayim inish levesume bepuria ad bein. What does that mean? Person should get happy at Purim through drinking until he will not know the difference between aror hama, cursed is hama, and baruch mordechai and blessed is baruch. What does that mean? What's the pashup shot? There are many shot, hundreds of shot, maybe thousands. 
the end of the day, HaKadosh Baruch is in charge. The Yoro Haman and the Baruch Marachai is all HaKadosh Baruch pulling the strings. What's our job? What's our job? To do his will. And to hang on for the ride with our seatbelt buckle, but it's very challenging sometimes. Very challenging. Very challenging. Here are the two people who led us. I remember the first time it happened, I've said this many times, I was walking down the street on a Shabbos afternoon before Purim, and I said, what? Do you all live happily ever after? Mordechai and Esther are divorced? They lose the pregnancy together? She's in a palace married to some goy, shikr, noyev, mamzer, retzayach, shak, whatever term you want to use. And she has a child from him? What's the answer? The child did assist with the destiny of Jewish people as well. That's true. He didn't, he didn't know Shas Babu Yishami. He didn't keep Shabbos. We don't want to be kosher. But you're right. You're right. Was that sort of an achama? I have no idea. God's will. True judge. Esther Hamalka. Mordechai Yehudi. The saviors of Kal Yisrael. Their reward is an El Of course they feel great, as the deal said, because the destiny of Jewish people has changed. <laughs> Coming to Sanhedrin, Mordechai, not so fast. Move down a little. Let a few other people get ahead of you. You need to get, go right, you get. But the bottom line is, upstairs. That's what matters. Okay, but it's not so easy to live that way. But the lesson from the Megillah, I think, is incredible. That's the lesson. The lesson is that life is serious. We superficially go through Purim. We know the end of the story. So, you know, we're, and it's a day of Simcha. It's a quality day of Simcha. Kodesh Baruch saved us. But understand that saving came about because people were willing to do His will under all circumstances. There's no way to suggest that just like Nicholas Esther was a book that was written with Achashverosh looking over her shoulder, that maybe they, her finale was not in um, the palace that she somehow did have a different life than we were exposed to. I mean, it could be this other place like the Rayyam or the Mesa elsewhere, but you don't necessarily can't say Chazal don't say it. You're right, that would be nice, but Chazal don't say it. Chazal say Kasher Vadati Vadati. Yeah. But the lesson is we won at the end. We won. And they're happy that we won. It's all related to back Rashi and my sorry Menu that cool and shove the table. We don't live for this world. We live to do Hashem's will, which gets us, which is not easy. <laughs> Nobody said easy yet. We should be zaycha. Not have We should be zaycha to do Hashem's rotsim. We should be zaycha to have Gedolei Yisrael tell us the way to go. Very challenging. To be only with our Sakharab Golda Sabai Sakultov, thank you all for coming.